Why, it's everybody, and welcome to another episode of Shut Up. Keep going. Podcast where we explore our internet, internet curiosities. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it because we've been butchering it so bad. I was like, I'll just let her take this. Oh, no. I was. That's why I was trying to like, I was going to, I was like, maybe if she leads, it'll be better. Um, but I'm Sydney Goodman. I'm Kate Franklin. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. This week, Kate's presenting. Let's get into it. I am presenting this week. Um, and it's not for the faint of groin. Can I use? I don't know. I was trying I to make I think you fun. can say that. Lucifer <laughs> is clutching his pearls right now. Love that. Is that what that is? I can't see it. What? Clearly. I don't know. Huh? Um, what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? What can you, you just see? said? Lucifer is clutching his pearls. Oh, did you not see uh, that whole thing with Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly? Oh, I did. Was that like a line they said? I thought someone in the chat named Lucifer had an emoji <laughs> of clutching pearls. And I was like, whoa, this is like an advanced. <laughs> no, um, when the whole like Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly, like, they had some interview that came out that was very like Twilight-esque and she posted this picture, this Instagram that here, I want to get the caption right. That whole thing was insane. I'm confused if it's real or not, but then I watched a video of them interviewing each other and they do have a lot of chemistry. So I don't know. I mean, Uh, it seems like their publicists are like really having a good time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you see that? Um, what's her name? Kim Card. People think that Kim Kardashian machine gun. Yeah. Which I'm like, so what? So weird. Okay. So. A tale of two outcasts. Okay. So this is the. Just hearing it is making me laugh. It's like, for some reason, those photos, to me, were, like, one of the cringiest things I had ever seen. Yeah, I don't get it, which makes me feel like nobody is, like, immune to cringe because I feel like she, yeah, I don't know. But so basically that she posted this Instagram post. It says, the tale of two outcasts and star-crossed lovers caught in the throes of a torrid solar flare of a romance featuring, and then it becomes a list, right? Feverish obsession, guns, addiction, (laughs) shamans, lots of blood, (laughs) general mayhem, therapy, tantric night terrors, binding rituals, chakra sound baths, psychedelic hallucinations, organic smoothies, and the kind of sex that would make Lucifer clutch his rosary. That sounds like Stefan making a list. (laughs) It has everything. <laughs> Satan clutching his pearls. So Can't hot right now. <laughs> um, no, but also like two outcasts. You guys are like some of the most famous people in the world. Yeah, and so they just have like guns? Like a guns or a relationship? Like I don't understand. And then what somewhere is there is organic smoothies. <laughs> it sounds like like you're having like a terrible acid trip in Spencer's gifts. That's like what their relationship seems like to me. Yeah, I don't know. And she has like kids. 
Yeah, they both have kids. They both have kids. Shocked to learn that she has like many kids. She has has, two. Two. She was in like a marriage and like doing the mom thing. Yeah, because that's where I was like, "What happened to her?" And then I realized that that's. I think she. I I mean, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what actually, I don't know enough about her that I know what her actual intention was, but my interpretation was that it was like, oh, she like has, she got married, had kids and was kind of like out of the limelight to like be a mom. And then they got divorced and now she's with Machine Gun Kelly. She's like, I'm back, baby. <laughs> uh, I mean, it does definitely feels like she fell off the face of the earth and reemerged with like keeping with like the 2009 aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Well, I think um, the other thing was like everybody realized that everyone kind of did her dirty because she did speak out about Michael Bay before the Me Too movement was like a thing. And everyone yeah. just was like, what a crazy person. Like they just all sided with Michael Bay, including myself. I feel like when I saw that, I was like, man, she like shouldn't talk shit about people who like, I don't know. It's like so backward. I guess that's a good thing is looking back on it, that it seems so backwards, but that like she kind of was wronged by society at large because when she spoke out about like her being objectified as like a 16 year old did you see all that no where was that yeah that it was like michael bay like um well it was a while ago that it was like she was like discovered or whatever and like michael bay wanted her to like dance in a bikini under like a waterfall or something as like a 16 year old just like really gross things and she was just like talking about that and instead of everybody being like wow that was really gross he shouldn't have done that everyone was like wow she's such a brat for like like how what a diva for like talking about this that's so crazy right isn't that nuts and i feel like she's obviously a very like objectively hot woman whether or not that's like your type in terms of like what you're attracted to i think it's just like very easy to look at her and be like she's very hot um And I feel like people just like, I don't know. I think people have always just like really been kind of mean to her because of that. Do you know what I mean? Almost stemming from like a jealousy insecure place. But anyways, that's all to say that I still don't think that they're two. What was the word? Like outsiders or like obscure individuals. (laughs) Oh my God. I just, yeah, that whole thing was, I honestly love it. Like I love it. I'm gonna get it tattooed. It's gonna be my first tattoo. Like you know how like a huge like arm piece. Well, I'm actually thinking that it's just gonna be like a like a. I'm gonna take a screenshot of it, so I want like the Instagram like UI on it, and have. (laughs) Wait, is the picture one of those pictures of them? Yeah, I think so. I can't remember which one it is. Oh my god, I love that. Well, sorry. Before you start, one second. I feel like I need to. Megan Fox waterfall underage. <laughs> like I need to confirm this. <laughs> I just feel like it's like worth. Okay, so it is. So it says Michael Bay filmed Megan Fox dancing under a waterfall. Um, wait. Okay, in a bikini when she was just fifteen. That's what it was, and that oh. in a two thousand nine Jimmy Kimmel interview featuring Megan Fox. Uh, she reveals how the director had her dance under a waterfall in a bikini at just 15 years old during the filming of Bad Boys 2. She says that when it pointed, it was pointed out to Bay that Fox couldn't be filmed in a bar because of her age, his solution to that problem was to have me dance under a waterfall getting soaking wet. 
So that is confirmed. Sorry, I felt like it was worth, you know, making sure that we had You're the like, correct I, information. That's not a fever dream I had. <laughs> yeah. That's real. Um, well, I don't have a good segue. That's not so grotesque. But we are, your eyes did not, is it listed here? Like what the subject is? Uh, it should be. Can you guys see? Or Oh, no, I, it, I just updated it. So now you guys can see. Ooh. Um, oh, is it on? I can't see it on my end. It's on but Twitch. We are going to be talking about famous penises. <laughs> I ho- we better be talking about uh, Don Draper's. Don Draper's? You don't remember that whole thing? I don't want to derail us too much, but uh, that whole thing with John Hamm where like they had to tell him to wear underwear on on the set of Mad no. Men. Because, no, yeah. tell me now. <laughs> tell me now. <laughs> You oh my gosh, um, John Ham. I think it was Mad Men. John Ham needs to wear underwear. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, there no. we go. So he was asked to wear un- underwear due to tight Mad Men pants because like it was just like outlining his <laughs> penis so intensely, and that it was like he was packing. I love that. That's so funny. Of course. <laughs> of course. Am I allowed to show this on here? <laughs> Is there a picture? Yeah. Show it. <laughs> Wait, it's Wait. cut off. It's cut- <laughs> <laughs> I can't see the goods. Oh no, John Ham. So that's what I thought we were talking about, but you tell me, you tell me more. No, we're not talking about that. Not we're that talking kind about of... more historical examples. Okay. Well, because I don't know where. Oh, I can't get out of this. I don't know where I heard this, but it was a few days ago. Where was this? Is this a ro- in Royal Tenenbaums? That the Napoleon's penis? No, it's Succession. I, it's a Succession thing. I don't watch Succession. Oh, I was gonna say, did you start watching? Um, do you watch? I love Succession. Yeah, it's like this yeah, like we, soap opera. It's like a smarter soap opera, I guess. I mean, it's very soap opery, but I'm like, I'm in it to win it. I watched the pilot and I thought it was atrocious. The pilot's bad. The pilot's very bad. Um, and like. I don't know. Caleb's like really into it now. He was not into it. And then he was like, oh, I realize like it's like supposed to be like funny how like insane yeah. they are or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's it's but, very self-aware. Um, I feel like I don't have enough time to start a new show. That's fair. Days. That's fair. Um, but anyways, for some reason, this came. This is in succession. And I heard about it somehow. This tale of napoleon's penis but we're not going to talk about him yet we're going to have some other examples we're going to lead in so um (laughs) the first little or not so little man shall we say that we're going to be talking about is john dillinger who is a famous mobster and i'm not really going to go into his background at all because i did not look it up um, <laughs> but he was like a famous mobster who robbed 24 banks and four police stations. And, um, police stations. In- I know. I don't know like what huh. he was robbing. Maybe he was like setting people free. Well, um, I guess if he was a, a mobster, maybe like evidence or something. 
Yeah, probably. Um, so he died in a shootout in Chicago on July 22nd, 1934. And um, there's a super <laughs> notorious crime scene photo in which uh, the famous deceased gangster was seen with a raging heart on. And oh. a rumor began to begin to circulate that his penis was being kept at the Smithsonian. And so, Sydney, I sent you that picture. You can see for yourself. This is the famous picture. Okay. I don't think it really looks like that, but, like, I could, I guess, see Let why. Let me pull it up. Uh, open link. Yes. Wait, sorry. <laughs> it's over your face. Holy no way. <laughs> There's no way. I That's mean, that would have to, to be, be his humongous. Penis. That looks like it's his arm. Yeah, I There's mean. There's no way. No way. That whole, <laughs> so we're saying from like here to here. <laughs> you know, it's huge. Oh my gosh. That doesn't even look pleasurable. That looks horrible. How would he have yeah. lovers? I feel like he'd just hurt them. I mean, I don't know. There's no way. Yeah. Well, so this is, I mean, so I guess two. Let's talk about how this rumor got started. That not only did he have a huge penis, but it was being held at the Smithsonian Museum in Washington, D.C. Wait, so um, these are supposed to be like museum goers? No, those are people at the crime scene after he died. So this is a crime scene photo. Oh, okay. Wow, they let that many people on the crime scene? Yeah, that's like back in the day, like everyone just kind of rushed to crime scenes and like they people <laughs> sold popcorn. Do you know what I mean? No. Like, Wait, really? Like, yes. What? That was the whole thing with the Black Dahlia is like she was found and then all these newspaper men like just like trampled over everything and that's kind of why they haven't been able to solve it because like all the evidence There's is just like shit. trampled over. I mean, um, I guess yeah. I would understand like newspaper people, but I feel like random people being like, do you know what I mean? Like trying to get Well, that was, that's a huge thing. Like if you learn about a lot of like old murders, like I feel like we kind of are ashamed these days of being so sensationalized and like gross with people's personal lives but like back in the day when people get murdered like people would like mob the crime scenes and like sell souvenirs from them like it was like really fucked up <sighs> i'm learning so much shit today okay <laughs> go ahead um and yeah people love to see like dead bodies of famous people um, wow. Like in general, that was like a huge okay. thing as well, which I feel like we're better just, off these days. I don't think <laughs> I need to see dead bodies. I didn't even want to do like the open casket for oh, yeah. I, like my grandfather. Same. I My grandmother had an open casket and I didn't look up from the ground the entire time because I yeah. just like, could not deal. Um. Anyways, so how this rumor got started is that... Um, there was gossip that he was, like, a sexual, like, guy in his lifetime. Okay. Even though there's no, like, docking, like, there's no actual evidence of that. Like, people have said that. Sure. Um, and 
that uh that photo taken in that circus like atmosphere of that was actually excuse me that was at the morgue so a bunch of people came to the morgue he still had enough blood flow to well that's the thing it's it's not true this isn't true this Um, is it so this is a doctored photo no it's real it's just like it's probably his arm it's like something else do you know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's a bummer. I guess I should preface this with a lot of it. We're talking about famous penises, but it's mostly the, like, gossip of... So, like, the myths, uh, like, the legends? Myths, uh, the legends of historic penises. I guess we should clarify that. <laughs> um, so, uh, the... What, what people think is why this happened was mm-hmm. that um the photo that photo like when it was reproduced in newspapers since it was like so fuzzy and like not good quality that a lot of people were like oh my god he was like so well endowed <laughs> um and i mean i guess no one thought like how could you die and like be fully erect like i don't know if that's like biologically possible is it i'm not can sure. i, I ask a dumb question yeah when you die where does your blood go does it just like all dry up because oh isn't the whole thing that how you're do like I not know that i, I know. how do i was a bio Should major I how do i not me? know that yeah i went to art school okay <laughs> <laughs> but like because i feel like it Obviously, if you don't have like a wound or something, but regardless, you know, you get kind of like ghostly and clearly the circulation isn't happening. But so like, where does the blood go? Does it just like stop circulating and hang out wherever it stopped? Okay, it says the blood will pull to the lowest part of the body as the heart is no longer pumping it around. Gravity is the only thing moving it. If the person is lying on his back, the blood will settle there. Um... And then on the back. Wait, this is a terrible answer. Okay. So it'll basically okay, just no, it be- basically becomes um clot like it comes super clotted. Oh, okay. Ew. That has to smell. Um Yeah. Ew. I guess that's why they like the morgues like drain people's blood. So theoretically, if you die and you want everybody to think you have and you want to die with a boner, you should die like on your stomach so that like your penis can just like collect all the blood. Like, like, like be planking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we can't fulfill that, but I guess that's a pro tip for those oh, of that's you in the, the thing. chat. Okay, who- this is this is related to the blood when you die that's why in the bible when the soldier pierces jesus's skin to see if he's died they say it comes out as water and like blood because it like had clotted and so then Mm -hmm. it had separated i guess i don't know okay this is from quora so i don't know if any of this is true that's Um, fine (laughs) it was just a tangent um so Anyways, that was just a rumor. That's one of the famous rumors of historic penises. Um, And I guess people believed that when he was prepared for his funeral in Indiana, that someone 
chopped it and gave it to the Smithsonian. Oh, and that's um, why it wasn't there anymore. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. What would the but Smithsonian do with a the preserved The Smithsonian penis? has vehemently denied these claims. But honestly, maybe it's true <laughs> because you'd probably want to deny that, right? I don't know. Maybe like they're like saving. Can you imagine if they had this exhibit that's just like comparing all of like great world leaders' penis sizes? I mean, that would be a hit exhibition and they'd probably make so much money. I mean, people are very morbidly curious, I would say. I just um, don't know that I'd want to see a bunch of like, I know the word I mean, is decapitated, but I feel like but other like, people would, I guess. A bunch of like penises. Like penises just yeah. aren't cute. Yeah, I mean, the ugliest one. I don't know if I'll send it to you. I don't know if we should post it. I don't know if it's like grotesque, but um, one coming up. Actually, the next person we're going to talk about. It's coming up. Let's talk eh? about Gregory Rasputin. All right. Ooh. I feel like this is the famous one that everyone has heard about. So Gregory Rasputin, rah, rah, Rasputin, lover of the Russian queen. Um, was a legendary Russian mystic and influential advisor to Tsar Nicholas II um, in the early 20th century, a.k.a. 1900. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and he was famous for many things, uh, including his magnetic sway over some of the most powerful aristocrats in St. Petersburg, and the intense resentment a lot of people had for him and his healing powers. And then one of those was also his intense sexual escapades. Oh. Um, so Rasputin practiced an unusual um, form of Christianity that married traditional Christian rituals with litigious sexual practices. Um, he allegedly took noble women such as the Caesarnia, or the queen, the Russian queen, um, uh, as a lover. And um, his exploits have been a crucial part of his legacy. And here's the thing. I'm not sure if any of this is true or if this is, like, legend. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I can never tell. And like I actually read, legend. like, a whole biography about him, and, like, the whole thing was, like, I don't know. Like, they just, because he was such a, what's the word? Uh, polarizing figure. I mean, I he was pretty bad. He was, like, not a good guy. But Okay. I don't know anything about him besides the song. Um, He had a crazy life. Crazy, crazy life. I have honestly read it, like, with the same interest that i would have like watching the kardashians <laughs> do you know what i mean just like what okay. is this about like it's yeah, just kind yeah. of like like what's the deal here yeah salacious and fun honestly um so this place in saint petersburg uh claims to this day it's called the Mu sorry claims that they have Rasputin's penis in a glass jar. Um, this is the Museum of Russian Erotica. And it's, like I said, in St. Petersburg. Um, and uh, they said 
the alleged 13-inch specimen (laughs) pleases thousands of people who come to visit it every year um, at their small museum. Wait, is that erect or flaccid? It's flaccid. I saw a picture of it, and it's definitely flaccid. Here, wait, send me a picture. I won't show it on here. I don't think I can show you guys. Sorry. Look it up, I guess. <laughs> um, where is the picture? Here, let me find one. Man, wow, 13 inches. It's like so gross. I think it looks like a like a um like a horse. And you're stick. saying that this is real <laughs> or do you think that they just I don't took, know. Like, a horse it's stick? actually it's not it's alleged. Okay. Um sending to you RN. Oh my god, it does not want to send. That's so funny. I'll just send you the Google search. Okay. Hi um, Simba. I'm so glad that cats don't have big penises. That'd be so freaky. Have you seen a cat penis though? They're like barbed and terrifying. Oh, I have. Chester is really a titillated cat. <laughs> We don't like he obviously like is fixed because but he also like I don't know man yeah like he just it's always he it's always like raging okay this looks like an elephant trunk yeah it like does not like I don't know I don't know I'm dubious for sure um, I don't know that's but just the founder this it, what's yeah. up with the girth I don't know. It's well, it's also like super old, so it probably hasn't like aged well. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Sorry, continue. Oh my gosh. Um I'm sorry to everyone on the stream right now that they have to listen to this. <laughs> Everyone's like so disturbed. Um so the Museum of Russian Erotica's founder is named Igor Kinyatskin. That's not how you probably say it, but whatever. Um, And he takes particular pride in the fact that the specimen, which is dubious in its origin, is larger than the one attributed to Napoleon, which is one we'll talk about a little bit later. Oh, good. And um, he says um, that by having this specimen, we can... Quote, we can stop envying America, where Napoleon Bonaparte's penis is now kept. It cannot stand in comparison to our organ of 30 centimeters. <laughs> Wait, um, we have Napoleon's penis? Allegedly. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, I probably should have ordered these differently because that would have been a whatever. Um, so this museum has been open since 2005, um, and it's pretty unassuming. Uh it uh, basically has, like, it's two rooms, and one of the rooms is, like, s- set up like Napoleon's, like, bedroom. And then there's this okay. wall of um, curtains, and there's, like, buttons on it. And, like, you press the buttons, and it, like, you're supposed to, like, guess which button to press for the curtains to part to reveal the penis. Um, oh. And so the writer of this article that I didn't write down what article it was. It's like the first thing that comes up when you Google this. But um, he said 
he clicked the right button and it the curtains parted and it's this huge glass jar and it's inside of it um and it's humongous so um basically this is what they've this is their story of how they got this so okay rasputin was assassinated in 1916 um but his death as much as his penis <laughs> lies shrouded in mystery um some believe that an influential advisor and healer was serving cakes and wines laced with arsenic um and uh he was after he was poisoned he was then shot multiple times by um this prince who like was not about him he was the one who poisoned him initially but then after he was poisoned he like went off and was then shot by this prince's conspirators um and then he was clubbed because the poison and bullet wounds (laughs) did not kill him and then ultimately he was drowned or just dumped in the uh, Neva River. The Nieva River, I guess is how you say it. Okay. Probably this guy not. sounds like the um, insurance fraud guy that wouldn't die. Yeah, it's like he like just wouldn't die. That's like the famous story about uh Raspian is that he wouldn't die. Um and so it's claimed that at some point uh he was mutilated and the penis was I feel like okay if I'm assassinating somebody and just based on how much like men seems to love to like compare dick sizes like if I was assassinating somebody and they had a huge dick I would want that thing to be buried in the ground I don't want anybody to know that like my mortal enemy is like packing heat you know I wouldn't like take it off so I'd be like look it's huge yeah I mean I don't know. It's like if I had to think about it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, I, but even the act of doing that is also like really embarrassing. So I don't know. Like, it's all bad. I think I would this. Oh my gosh. I don't know that I should say that out loud. Did you just type it to me? If I was going to, if I was going to embarrass somebody, I think I would find an alternative way to dispose of it i don't think i would make anybody like i wouldn't like advertise again that he was well endowed i think it would just be like (laughs) oh i'll take it and shove it somewhere else you know yeah um i mean why why can i whatever i can't see what you typed me because i don't know oh i didn't type anything oh sorry it's because what i typed you was actually just simba banging on my keyboard he's sitting on my desk um Okay, so he was killed, right? So he was killed. Then it says a maid was, and someone, someone chopped it off. Then apparently the next day, a maid was said to have found his penis and then squirreled it away for safekeeping. Um, Do you think it was like a homemade dildo? Ew, uh, no, Sydney. <laughs> They don't have those back then. I was just. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Well, here's the other rumor is that one of his former lovers took it um, after the his autopsy. 
But again, why any either of them would want it is like unclear and just room for fun speculation. So by 1920, um, a group of Russian immigrant women in Paris were said to have gained possession of an item that they believed to be Rasputin's penis. Um, and this relic was said to have been kept in a wooden casket. And legend has it that bits of it were broken off and given to disciples. <laughs> um, and Rasputin's daughter, Maria, apparently heard about the cult and she was like, I disapprove. <laughs> um, and it's claimed that she took possession of whatever that they were worshiping. But there's no, like, evidence that this is true. Okay. Okay. Um, so then for a half century, there's no news of this keepsake, shall we say, um, until 1994, the year of our birth, uh, American collector named Michael Augustine arrived on the scene. I'm not sure what scene, but he just arrived. He arrived with a red velvet pouch containing this object. Um, and he claims that he acquired it in a storage locker in California, which, um, and it was tucked in between manuscripts of Marie Rasputin, which was his daughter. Um, Wouldn't that need to be properly preserved, though, to not just, like, completely decay? Well, that's the thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> so tests, they made tests of it, and it was revealed to be a dehydrated sea cucumber. Rude. Uh, that poor um, sea cucumber. He didn't deserve I know. that. He was like, that's not my legacy, guys. At least his truth was discovered in the end. Um, but then, so let's go back to Igor Kenyatsikin, the guy who runs this museum of Russian erotica. He claims that um, he never saw how it was acquired but the museum just had it in his possession when he, like, took ownership over it, which is, like, extremely dubious. And, like, that's why, like, I don't really think it's – that's what it is. But um, you can go to the museum and see it for yourself, um, and a lot of people do. So Why? Um, Even knowing that it's not real? I mean, some people really do think it's real. I don't know. I guess because it's, like, in St. Petersburg and that's where he dies. So, like, people don't really, like, they're not critical thinkers like you and I. Um, you know what I mean? Oh, I know. I know too many people um, like that. So, that is Rasputin's penis. You guys can look it up for yourself. I'm not going to post the picture because it's pretty grotesque. Um, but if you it is. dare, feel free. <laughs> um, so... Let's talk about another famous penis, Sydney. Let's let's just jump to another one. Let's keep so, it going. Here's something that I didn't know, um, and probably shows that I'm maybe a bit of a prude. But um, there's a penile piercing <laughs> called the Prince Albert. Have you heard of this? I Is have. that a thing people know about? I didn't know about it. I um, only knew about it because I. Um, when I went to train at WWE, the guy, one of the guys that was our coaches is a wrestler or former wrestler or superstar or whatever they're called. Um, and he went by Prince Albert at some point. 
And I think oh. I told Alex and he was like, oh, I wonder if he had like why they called him that if he has like one of those piercings. And I was like, what? Oh. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe men know since it's like, I don't know. It's like kind of their domain. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Oh, yeah. To that person's point, you can go to the museum and see this parent Rasputin's penis um, to this day. So book your tickets now. Um, <laughs> so the Prince Albert penis, or sorry, the Prince Albert piercing. Why does it have that name? We're wondering. Um, it comes from Prince Albert, who was the consort to Queen Victoria, a.k.a. her hubby. Um, and... It's claimed that he had his penis pierced so he could move it to the right or left without there being a noticeable bulge in his trousers. Um, in his what? day, this piercing was known as a dressing ring, and it was only it was allowed so that the penis could hook onto one side of the pants or the other. <laughs> what? So Does it had that a seem function. So painful. Yeah, that sounds horrible. I know who would do that. I guess like if your pants were like their pants were like very high waisted. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure, sure. I just that sounds I don't know. That sounds also like how do you have set It just feels um, bad for everybody involved. Um Yeah, well, so um there's actually, like, no real evidence of this. This is, like, a pure historical rumor. Um, because according to some researchers, um, Albert was a huge prude. <laughs> um, and he, like, to the point where he was, like, really, really mad at one of his sons after he learned that he was having an affair with an actress at an army camp. So that's a rumor. This is all just like rumors of penises, but um, funny to hear about. I was going to say imagine, but like, I'm not going to go that far. Nah. Um, I just like, for me, the idea that that, like, you would just do that for like some sort of convenience, some like tucking <laughs> convenience seems like very strange. But and just wildly uncomfortable. I know. I'm like, you can't just like. Going back to episode 101 of this very podcast, why don't you just get a cod piece? Do you know what I mean? Just get a cod piece. Come there on. There we go. Just Look, get a cod piece. people have been Good doing throwback. it. Yeah, thank you. Um, so let's talk about history's worst person ever, Adolf Hitler. So in 2015, um, this book came out called Hitler's Last Day um, by Jonathan Mayo and Emmy... Emma Craigie, Craigie, okay. apparently, um, and they gave some very intimate details of his genitals. And um, quote: Hitler himself is believed to have had two forms of genital abnormality: an undescended testicle and a rare condition called penile hypospadastas, in which the urethra opens on the underside of the penis. Um, and this was a huge press story when this came out because basically uh, people interpreted this as that he had a micro penis. Isn't that what Dave has? Have you watched Dave on uh, FX? No. 
I feel like he has something wrong with his penis, and I feel like it's that. What was it called again? Micro penis. Don't look it up. It's so disturbing. <laughs> I'm not going to look up. I don't want to see micro penis, Dave. Lil Dicky. That's why he called Lil Dicky. Dave is about Lil Dicky, the rapper. And I think that might be why he's called that. Lil Dicky talks conquering rare penis disorder as um I was very self-conscious about so many things. When I was born, I had surgery on my penis. So from a very young age, body trauma and physical insecurity has been like top of mind. I avoid hanging out. I would avoid hanging out with girls because I was afraid my penis was too weird. Um it's called hypospidias. Is that what you said? Yeah. That's what Lil Dicky has. Yeah. Okay. Because apparently it's the penis is fused the body, meaning that it appears smaller. Um, Which actually would explain a lot about Hitler, I feel like. Yeah. He definitely <laughs> had a complex. Well, I read... Um, I didn't read the whole thing because it was like a thousand pages and it was like too depressing. But I started to read that famous biography, The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich, which was very mm -hmm. fascinating. Um, and I read the whole part about like his upbringing and like him being a young person in Vienna. And like he literally never got laid ever, which I feel like would explain um, this would help explain that. I mean, or like why he didn't seek it out at all. Yeah, you know? I mean, I get it. Well, actually, I don't get it at all, but I can imagine that uh, if that was an issue, I probably wouldn't want people to see it either. Um, so, I mean, who's to say? I mean, it's probably a myth, but... Um, I don't know. Lil Dicky has it. It's something I mean, that the exists. Fact that it's real. It, who knows if that's real? But um, there's also gossip that he had to be injected with bull semen to boost his libido. <laughs> So there's also a bunch of like crazy Hitler sex stuff. Um, oh, I'm sure out there. Um, and there's a lot actually in that like famous historical book that I read that was like pretty disturbing, I have to say. Um, and apparently, like a his this guy who was like a priest that was close to him like intercepted all these like dirty letters he wrote his mistress and was like horrified by them and hid them away so that no one would ever find them and then someone found them and that's how they kind of knew about his his micropene um, intimate life not about his micropenis specifically oh. um so we have two more i know okay <laughs> i this mean i just not, keep them coming this one is not like abnormal it's just a little grotesque and i had no idea and it's pretty funny so we all know the president lyndon b johnson and i know i didn't find the answer to this but i i'm wondering if that's why the nickname for penis is johnson because oh. this guy apparently loved his dick <laughs> i so, mean it checks out Apparently, I had never heard of this, but apparently there's a bunch of stories about the fact that Johnson's Johnson was a big thing for him. He was very proud mean? of what he was possessing. Oh. So, um... Is he related to the Johnson & Johnson Corporation at all? I don't know. I feel like that's a really common last name. Well, I was just thinking because it's like Johnson & Johnson, like... 
Maybe he named it after his penis, I guess. <laughs> He's like, I'm Johnson and this is my Johnson and we're going to sell you baby soap. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, this is, I'm not going to read that. There's a really grotesque like satire article that was written um, in 1967. Mm-hmm. I'm already, I'm already saying it. So I guess I'll just say it. That was a realist printing of um, an illustration of Lyndon B. Johnson sexually assaulting one of JFK's bullet wounds on board Air Force One. What? Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's, I guess, where like this started. It's a little unclear, but um, apparently some audio uh recordings of his. Uh, phone calls were released or like somehow uncovered and um one of them was to his tailor um where he Lyndon B. Johnson was calling his tailor and asked for his pants to be adjusted in the crotch so they could accommodate his giant testicles (laughs) okay Um, he says in the audio quote these pants are the best that I had in the United States so leave me about an inch from under me back up to okay um but i mean like he wanted some comfy pants to like accommodate his biology or his whatever his anatomy sure okay sure but um this is the thing that made him kind of an asshole about his obsession with his penis apparently not Whatever. that he sexually assaulted the bullet. No, 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 sorry. That was that was a satirical cartoon. Oh, I completely yeah. no, 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 that wasn't real. That was not real. And I was, was like, real. how is everybody like okay with that? No, no, okay, it was okay, like okay. a terrible like cartoon made. Got it, got it. Episode. Okay, okay, we're good. Um, so this is a rumor that like apparently is famous, which I had never heard of. But apparently, when Johnson would find himself at a urinal with someone. He would pull out Jumbo. He nicknamed his penis Jumbo and ask the person, have you ever seen anything as big as this? Well, he shook it at whomever had the bad luck of standing next to him. (laughs) What? (laughs) Why? I don't know, because he's a freak. (laughs) I mean, okay. politicians are all freaky, so, like, not that surprised. Um, yeah, I just said that. Um, about the tailor, yes. Um, so, that's Linda B. Johnson. Johnson's Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. I will never think about that soap <laughs> in a different way. Ever again. Ever again. Um, so, let's go back to the famous the most famous story of famous penises and that is our friend napoleon bonaparte so bonaparte hey hey i mean come on it's in the name (laughs) so i'm not gonna go into his history but i'll say i would love to because i'm a big fan 
I started listening ways. to the podcast you were you recommended. And you were like, this is so boring. And I started falling asleep at the wheel. So I decided it's maybe something I listen to while I'm cook or something. I started listening to it when I was getting insomnia and I would get through like one and a half and then fall asleep. So it is think- really interesting. I think it's something about like the combination of just like so dense and the guy's voice. Yeah, he just all he does is talk, but it is very dense. It's interesting though. Um, it is. It's super interesting. It gets like the bangers are when we get into the French Revolution. I have to say, like those are the episodes they pop off. Um. Anyways, let's just talk about the end of his life. So he was exiled to the island of Saint Helena uh, in the Atlantic Ocean after losing the Battle of Waterloo. And no, I'm not talking about the ABBA song. But that's a banger. It is. We can all agree. Um, so he died on that island on May 5th, 1821. And after his death, an autopsy was conducted. Um, and Francesco Anto Maracci, the doctor conducting his autopsy, cut his penis off along with several other body parts. Um, and no one knows if that was intentional or an accident. Mm. Um, and... Uh, some people claim that he was bribed to cut it off by Napoleon's chaplain as revenge for Napoleon calling him impotent. (laughs) Sure. So who's to say? Um, then it's claimed that the penis was passed to possession, passed into the possession of this chaplain who then smuggled it out of the island, um, to his home on Corsica, which is where Napoleon was born. Um, And it remained in the priest's family until 1916 when Magsbro Limited, Magsbro Limited, yeah, uh, a bookselling company based in London purchased it. Um, Why? Who's to say? Um, And then in 1924, A.S.W. Rosenbach, a Philadelphia-based bookseller, purchased it. So these booksellers Why does everybody want these? I guess because, like, people, like, love Napoleon. (laughs) I could see, like, maybe, like, a lock of his hair or, like, an outfit. I saw a lock of his hair at an exhibition one time. It was really crazy. Or, like, a hat. Yeah, it's, like, why, like, this, like, like, I guess it's, it's literally, like, the person in the chat said, it's, like, middle school mentality that no one grows out of. Okay. Um, so, yeah, 1924, another bookseller in Philadelphia bought it, and then the penis went on display in 1927 at New York City's Museum of French Art. And a reviewer at the uh, exhibition from Time Magazine described it as similar to a maltreated strip of buckskin shirts. Um, and others considered uh, that were there said it looked like a piece of leather or a shriveled eel Um, Rosenbach then sent it sold it to a collector named Donald Hyde whose wife gave it to a man named John F. Fleming after Hyde died Fleming why is it passing so many owners why do so many people want this they're all booksellers so Fleming was a bookseller um, who was really close to Rosenbach. So I guess he's like, hey, you're my best friend. Like, I really want you to have Napoleon's penis. Like, it would mean a lot to me. Sure. So um, 
Then another collector purchased it and tried to unsuccessfully sell it at a Christie's auction. Um, and so after the auction, this man named James, I mean, it's, it's hard to keep track of all these names, but this man named James Coleman was reading an affidavit, uh, about, uh, from this guy who collected a bunch of Napoleon's like tchotchkes. And, um, uh, this guy said, yeah, this thing exists. And he only referred to it. Um, as a certain part of Napoleon. Okay. Um, and so this guy was like, hell yeah, like I want to buy it. Um, so he bought it. And then finally, this urologist, which to me makes sense. That yes. makes sense to me. Sure. A, a urologist and artifact collector named John K. Latimer purchased the item in 1977 for $3,000. Which is equivalent That's it. to twelve thousand dollars in twenty twenty. I know, not that much. I honest. would have thought it was going for like way more. Um, and it is currently owned by his daughter, and she has been offered at least a hundred thousand dollars for it over the years. Um, so where does she keep those, it? Who knows? I mean, what do you like? That's so gross. <laughs> That's so gross. I don't. Okay. Um. So. This penis has been described as barely recognizable as a human body part. Um, and obviously, its authenticity is unclear. Um, and a documentary aired called Dead Famous DNA. Uh, and it featured this supposed artifact. And it described it as very small and measured to be about 1.5 inches. Um, and it's not sure how big it was in Napoleon's lifetime, <laughs> but like to be fair, I'm sure it has shrunk a lot because like, yeah, I mean it's definitely it's flaccid, like human flesh. So, um, the current owner of the item, who's this woman's daughter or this the urologist's daughter, apparently has allowed ten people. I don't know how they know this, but it has led allowed 10 people to see it and she's never allowed anyone to record it on camera um do you think it's like a joke like she's like okay it's gonna happen and she like takes it out and it's just like her finger or something like with <laughs> surrounded by like a curtain i mean that's a super missed opportunity for a very good joke if not but like who's to say um i just love the idea that like all these booksellers are like hey, hey like I don't get it. Why? I I see. I can't even wrap my brain around getting to that point that it's like book selling because I just do not understand why you would want to see it, why you would want to collect it. Like I just can't get in these people's heads. And I feel like you know me. Like it's like I like I feel like I'm a very empathetic person. Like I can really understand how people are feeling. I like to understand yeah. where they're coming from. And I just. I mean, I get it. No, I'm the I same. Don't see I don't. It. The only thing, not not the penis part of it, but the only reason why it makes sense to me that it's like this bookseller thing is like historians and like bookish people are like obsessed with Napoleon because he was such like an influential. He was like a guy that came out of nowhere and like fucked up Europe basically in like yeah. both good and bad ways. Um, and so his. His history freaks go nuts for him, um, and I guess they but also for his penis? go nuts for the nuts. Apparently, I think it's like some weird like 
power thing, you know? Like, I, I don't get it. you. Um, but that's some stories of historical penises. Thank you all to who has ever listened this far. Um... I mean, it's definitely interesting. How did you get on this? And how did you know there? How did you find so many famous There's penises? Many articles about it online. <laughs> I got onto it because Caleb was talking about um, succession, and apparently that's like a plot line. Oh, you said that. That's yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and I was like, that's crazy. And then that the internet wormhole began. Um, that's it. And then you actually sent me the TikTok about Rasputin's penis. Uh, you're right. I did. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, so you and insp- Sydney, I'll, oh. I'll give it to you that you inspired this episode. You know, I <laughs> you want to accept that. I proudly accept this uh, this episode. Um, OK, well, folks, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget new episodes every Friday. If you want to watch it live on Twitch, you can twitch.tv slash Sid So Good. We record them usually on Tuesday. Um, and yeah, we got it on YouTube. If you ever want to watch the full video version and audio, you can find us wherever there are podcasts. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye.